This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, January 20th. 2020. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today, we have a very special guest. Kimberly Williams is the CEO and designer of the newly launched LaForm Clothing and Accessories made and manufactured in Lagos, Nigeria. Since 2015, she has worked in various facets of the Plus industry, including boutique owner, Plus model manager, and blogger. In 2016, she served as a staff writer for the Fashion Bomb Daily, the web's number one destination for multicultural fashion. She has also worked on the celebrity styling team for gospel star Leandria Johnson on the 2017 BMI Trailblazers Gospels Music Honors. Kimberly's keen business sense and her knack for fashion makes her one to watch in 2020. And we're so excited to have her on the show today. Let's welcome Kimberly. Hi there. Hi, Shanice. Wow, I'm like listening to you, and I'm thinking, is that me she's talking about? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I am good, and I'm excited to have you on the show today because your new clothing line launched today. So first, thank you for giving me the very first interview, and you launched like about an hour ago, right? Right, right. Just a few minutes so, ago, actually. So this is hot off the press, and we're so excited to celebrate you today. But before we get into the clothing line, let's learn a little bit about you and your background. So briefly tell us about your background before you were in the fashion. You come from corporate America, right? Yes. So um, I will say that fashion has absolutely been my first love uh, since I was younger, um, the two things about me I feel like that have been steadfast my entire life has been the fact that I've been plus size, bigger than everybody else, and that, you know, was something that I learned very early um, as a teenager and that I still loved and had a passion um, for fashion, just anything fashionable. Um, but unfortunately, like most, you know, African-American households, Fashion and creative, um, just, you know, creativity in general, it's not really fed at an early age. So um, the things that, um, you know, I was pushed towards was education. So I have a Bachelor of Science in Psychology with a minor in Communication Studies. I also have uh, a Master's of Business in Administration and Healthcare. And I have been in the corporate world, per se, since I was 17 years old. So fashion always gets pushed. Yeah, fashion gets pushed to the side in a lot of households. I won't even just say African-American, but just um, any 
any household that has uh, that doesn't have a lot of extra money to throw towards dreams. Exactly. So how did you transition from corporate America with a steady check and benefits to a fashion stylist? So the road has gone actually between the two. I've been one of those individuals that has managed to be able to do both at the same time. I've been self-employed entrepreneur full-time, and then I've also been in the corporate world wishing that I was doing something in fashion. And so for the first time now, Uh, I feel a bit of a balance between the two because I'm still contracting, still, of course, have to do whatever you have to do to furnish your dreams. Uh, But I would say that about 2013, I started looking into a possible way that I could put the same type of energy into what I love that I was putting into my eight to five. Uh, My full-time job or full-time consulting job is clinical site manager in pharmaceutical healthcare. So that allows me a little bit of flexibility to be able to manage my sites, manage my workload, and then go between the two as needed. So the healthy balance is something that I believe in talking even just to you and most of the pioneers that work in this industry, it's something that uh, comes with time, you learn, and I've, you know, unfortunately been extreme on both ends. But in this particular season, I feel that the, um, the need to launch was with with a self-acceptance that, Kimberly, you aren't going to be that entrepreneur that you want to be full-time, ready to go like you want to be right now. And so because of uh, I've worn many hats, because I'm now designer, fashion designer, I needed to have that honest talk with myself. So um, the launch, I would say, 2013, I started looking into it. I was There was something growing inside of me that craved fashion, wanted it all day long. And in 2014, I launched my boutique, K-Loss Boutique, and shout out to all the supporters of K-Loss Boutique. It had a good three-year run when boutiques were not as common as they are now. And so from there, we, we were able to forge, you know, the way to where I currently am uh, in a good, healthy Again, I'll say season between the two. The two, um, I don't want to say evil forces, but corporate and then what you love, uh, you have to find some determining, you know, draw some determining lines between the two and understand what demands they both need. Now, when you initially got into fashion as a stylist, you were you know, for everybody, not necessarily the niche market. So what made you want to specialize and focus on the plus size industry? So the focus for plus size, personally, it's always been there. But a lot of times, if you have a love for fashion, it will go beyond just a size. Mm. I 
I took a leap of faith when I started styling, and I opened myself up because I never wanted to just be able to style a big girl. I wanted to understand fashion from all points of view. And the very funny thing about styling is that every single person has those same insecurities. It's just that the plus-size industry, we talk about them more because of the shortage of resources that we have to style ourselves, to clothe ourselves, to, you know, give ourselves that fashion, that craving that we all, um, that a lot of us have to look different, to be beautiful. So if you're styling a size 8, you would never in a million years think that you would hear them say, well, I don't really want to show my arms. I have a problem with my legs. You know, so it just, I'm happy for those experiences because it, it, it expressed to me that um, we all have something in common, regardless of the size. It's just, you know, we mask it differently, and um, we're all pushing towards the same, I think, look and fighting those same insecurities. And you are based in Houston, Texas, right? Yes, I'm based in Houston. I'm a true Southern girl. I When I met you, I lived in New Orleans. So I've actually had, um, I've lived in Atlanta. I've lived in quite a few places, but currently Houston is where I call home. Now tell me about the Plus community in Houston, Texas, because you were doing a lot of things out there contributing to building that community. The Plus community in Houston, Texas, Texas is vast. It's a beautiful community of many shapes and sizes and faces of Plus. It has had several different, I don't want to say, um, looks or uh, different timings as far as where they're at and how they've grown. But we have had a fair share of beautiful experiences, beautiful events, we aren't quite where Atlanta is. And I was always one of those people that wanted to see the same opportunities happen in Houston that happened in Atlanta because we have the same amount of people. We have the same type of urban mix. Uh, We've got the size, the community is here. So, uh, but we're just a bit more Southern, a bit slower and not as, fashion forward in the sense of willing to do the work per se. And I can say that just in my own experience and having uh, been a, you know, like you said, a pioneer in trying to build the community up. So it's unfortunate that, you know, we can say size does not always matter because Atlanta is a smaller city and they've, they, I don't want to focus on Atlanta, but I, I will say that Houston should be right there. So in this current time, I would say that the Plus community has not necessarily died down, but we've all taken, I think, a step back because we're, number one, exhausted. We're still looking for those opportunities. And we have so much talent in this city that, unfortunately, we get passed over because the the greater uh, or the cities with the better turnout and, um, you know, better placement seems to be, unfortunately, they seem to be considered first. 
Now, even though you are from Texas, you were very good with traveling and networking and getting your name out because you have accomplished a lot in five short years. So tell us some about some of your notable brand partnerships that you were able to do. So thank you for recognizing that. That is one of the things in your previous question that I would attribute to movement and growth. I would always say that travel in this industry is huge. It's one curvy weekend, one chance of a meeting can turn uh, your entire perspective around as to what it is or who it is that you're working with and the opportunities you get. And that has definitely been the um, story of my entire journey. I never sat in one place waiting for something to happen to me. I would hear about an event, see an event, and I would book the ticket, and I would go. And the people that were around me, I'd let them know because I love networking in numbers. I've bought, brought whole groups of ladies from Houston to Atlanta, whole groups of ladies from Houston to New York. Uh, so because of my willingness to invest in whatever it is that I'm doing and to travel more, I have worked with some very notable brands and plus and even beyond plus. Uh, Rue 107, which I love, shout out to Marie, I just adore her. We've done some great work. Monique C., who's one of my mentors, uh, we've done some beautiful work in Houston and even better in New York. Um, Sean Melson, who actually trained me in the stylist world. I've traveled to Atlanta a couple of different times. I've worked hip-hop awards. I've worked uh, just really whatever it was that she needed at the time because she's very um, – very exclusive with how she picks her team, and, I mean, that's, you know, that's a lesson for another day, but I did learn that from her, that who you have with you and supporting you is important, so when the big things needed to be done, Sean would definitely build a team that sometimes consisted of me to get things done, so, um, and I've actually been able to blog, even just from those moments, blog for her, so, Atlanta, Houston, L.A., uh, or I'm sorry, Atlanta, New York, L.A., uh, those individual places have brought me so much success in, like you said, just five, six years. And initially, you started off with a boutique selling wholesale clothing. Now, why Mm -hmm. did you discontinue that brand? Was it then that you started with the vision for wanting to start your own line or it just happened organically? How did that transition happen? So in, uh, in 2014 is actually when tail off boutique was launched, uh, February of 2014. And I was very new to the wholesale world. I had styled. And most of the time when I was styling, it was from big, big box stores, online stores, just wherever I could style from. Wholesale was very new to me, and I would see some things that I loved. I would see some things that if I just tweaked the 
you know, a sleeve or tweak the hemline. Um, customization for me has always been a big part of my style aesthetic. I love and know firsthand how a couple of changes here and there can change your entire look. So I never, even with a three-year run, and I thank anybody who's listening who ever purchased from me, but I never actually settled into the options that I was given because everything was very generic in as far as plus-sized options. If I found a dress that didn't look like um, what I normally got, it would sell so well, and then I'd be it, – it would be like the hype, you know, for a month or so, and then I'd be looking back at the wholesalers like, well, wait a minute, you know, where's the, where's the follow-up? Where's the next hype, hot item? And the responses, it was just a very um, leisurely response about plus. I believe that wholesalers are just starting to see how much money they're like the last on the train to understand how big our dollars are in the plus community. So despite the success of the boutique, there was always just, um, you know, a very sour, um, it just always left me with a very sour taste in, in searching and sourcing for my boutique how the options were not available. And then quality, that's another thing that I pride myself on. Quality of the items would just drive me insane. So aesthetically, I never got really what it was that I was looking for, and I loved my customers. I never, you know, wanted a customer to spend money and it not be spent well, and that's just the stylist in me. I never asked a personal client to hold on to something that won't make their closet better or improve their wardrobe. So that part of me just wouldn't settle into being the standard boutique owner. And uh, I, I forged ahead and closed the boutique until I could come up with something that pleased me and something that I knew that the client would, would love and appreciate. And so today you are launching your new clothing line, La Forme, and it is made and manufactured in Nigeria. Now, how did that come about? So anybody who knows me knows that I adore Ankara prints. And Ankara, if you're not familiar, it is an authentic African cotton that is usually, it's tribal, but it's printed in in Africa, depending on the part of it, is, uh, is what differentiates the color, the design. And authentic wax ankara is the best type of material that I've ever owned to date. Um, so if you know me personally, I've been wearing ankara and been a supporter of businesses who sell ankara since 2012. Uh, there's been this whole, like, wave of people who just love to wear African things, whether it comes from China, whether it comes from New York. And for me, I've always taken it a step further to ensure that the the fabric that I was wearing was authentic. So in my just travels to Africa, uh, my journeys, I made it um, a passion. 
and a, a collector, if, if you, uh, if I could say say the same. So in my own closet, before I ever designed, I owned at least ten to fifteen pieces of these types of garments made with this with this Ankara fabric. So when I was starting my line, I would see Ankara and I would see the color, and it would just make me happy. It was one of those things that if you are a supporter of Ankara, you know you just never, nobody ever looks the same, which that's something in plus uh, fashion that we're always looking to achieve. The pieces are timeless. We're always looking for that if you're a smart shopper and a true fashionista, you're looking for timeless pieces. And so when I put my love for Ankara together with the timeless look of it together, I began to aesthetically design things in my head that I wanted to be comfortable in. My research of the industry brought me to my current point in that we need something in our community that allows us to be free. And LaForm is based on a very relaxed setting. It's not body-hugging, curving. It uh, just supports beautiful fabric being, you know, well-made garments in beautiful fabric being put together to either to stand not only the test of time, a lot of my samples have been washed 10 times or more and they've never faded, but also just things that we can use plus size women while we're lounging, relaxing in the grocery store. Uh, The entire aesthetic is just a mirror of my life. I love to dress up, but if you see me Monday through Friday, I work from home. So, to throw on a caftan and some Gucci slides, it takes me to a place because, trust me, I've met men in the grocery store, didn't have on a spandex body con, didn't have on shorts, showing any parts of my body, and they have approached me for my number. So there's a confidence level and just a vibe that I feel like comes with this line of clothing, and I'm Shanice, I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of what... I've put together, not only because there's a part, it's a part of the industry that I felt was missing because, I mean, according to the industry, plus-size women don't lounge, plus-size women don't vacation, plus-size women don't need swimsuit covers or any, you know, any type of uh, transitional pieces from, you know, resort to dinner or just travel pieces. We just don't do those things. They feel like we are... Um, just stuck in a room, in a dark room somewhere, wearing our same moo-moos, you know, around the house, and that's not the case. We are vibrant women. We travel, and we are all shapes and sizes, so we deserve to be seen. And Ankara is not black. It's not, it's not a one-dimensional color. So if you're wearing one of these pieces, it brings attention to you, and I love, I love that about the line. What is the size, range, and price point of your clothing line? The sizes are 10 to 24, and we are looking to uh, extend at some point. And the price point, we our lowest item is uh, the, the crop top, which starts at $55, and our highest priced item is $135. And that okay, is well, that's for, affordable. Yes, I feel like it is because they're timeless pieces that are made with quality, uh, which is the stylist hat in me wants 
plus women to understand Forever 21 is not our everyday option. And I love Forever 21, but we have to understand that as a plus-size woman, understand that your dollar is only going to go as far as your mindset with it. So if you're set, you know, on just paying $20 for everything, a lot of times you're going to get $20 worth of quality. But when you invest in something, especially if you travel, a vacation piece that's 10 years from now, I mean, again, all the encore that I owned before I started designing, I still own it, and I will never sell it. Now, you've been saying encore a lot, and I just thought that Mm -hmm. somebody listening might not even know what that is. Tell us what that is briefly. Yes, so I did explain it earlier, but again, for anyone who missed it, encore is a very high-quality blend of cotton. It's made in Africa. And depending on the country, the tribe, it may vary in color or design. And it's typically very colorful. It's attention-getting. It's, again, high-quality fabrics that truly last the test of time. Now, there's a lot of people in the plus-size community who have uh, boutiques, you know, started out like you, selling wholesale clothing, and their goal is to do what you're doing now, coming out with the original line, but they never get there. So Mm -hmm. this is a big accomplishment for you. What has been one of your biggest obstacles getting this clothing line off the ground? Well, and thank you for saying that because I absolutely want to shout out. I have some friends who own plus-size boutiques who are killing it. The boutique game has changed since I was involved in it, and it is every single day advancing. So Imare Boutique, Kavi 926, Boutique 115, those are all my friends. They are fashionable. They have great options. I love them to death. I support them out of my own pocket. I don't ask for discounts. So boutiques are still the ways. They just, unfortunately, the hand that guides them is not your own. You have to, you're at bay to the wholesalers. And if you get to be at a big size, Martha, who owns Amare Boutique, has actually talked to her wholesalers about changes here and there. So if you stay the course, you can get to the point where they will put together designs for you and furnish these things through their wholesale channel so that you can sell. So for anyone who's an aspiring boutique owner, please understand that the industry changes every day, stay the course, there could be many opportunities for you to design. But I would say, in response to your question, Shanice, the biggest catalyst of designing your own clothing line, especially if you're in a position where you don't have investors, you don't have a rich boyfriend, you don't have a big backing or any type of venture capital company ready to throw all the money behind you, is money. You will do 10 samples of the same design, and they may all look alike, but there's something about it that you don't like. There's something about the neckline. There's something about the hemline. There's something about the color that is not okay with you. And because you have an aesthetic in your mind that you're trying to achieve, 
money will keep you producing the same sample until you get it right. So for anyone out there who's uh, willing to invest in themselves, do the work, use their resources, just know that if you feel like you've spent, you know, $5,000 and you you're at a point where you need 5000 more. If you trust your designs, if you trust your gut, send the money because what you want will come. Mm, absolutely. And now that you've launched, now you have the task ahead of you with marketing and promotion. So what types of collaborations are you currently looking for? So marketing and promotions is absolutely my next step. The garments are here. The initial garments are here. The designs are finalized, and we won't be back uh, researching new designs for a few months, so I've got a little bit of a breather. In this time, I hope to not only make a couple of key partnerships with influencers and bloggers, but in addition to that, I have put together a budget. Uh, I have a small little team, it's like three of us, but I've put together a budget to spend on advertising, social media advertising, as well as we're working on a press box, which will include some new promotional items. Um, LaForm is a travel, well, I don't want to coin it just as travel, but it is for a woman who does a lot of leisurely things, and I think majority of the women who will love these pieces are travelers. So we're putting together some smaller um, goods, homemade goods, that will support a woman, the ideal reform woman who's on the go or just going towards a relaxed setting and wants to pack, or even to use these particular items at home. And so we're going to create a press kit box that will include a few of these things, get them out to some notable people. The one thing that I will tell you with being um, just a previous fashion writer and having worked with a couple of influencers is that you don't need the influencer with a million followers. You don't need the influencer that everybody loves to promote your items. It's about the right person, the right fit. If this is your baby and you spent the money, you want the person that would best represent your brand. So for the next three months, that is our focus in just creating some, hopefully some long-term partnerships with plus women, because I've never, even though we started a size 10, plus women still have my heart. Um, But with plus women who love the brand as much as I do, that see the vision and will promote with, um, a certain integrity that we are looking for. So you're about to send out packages like Beyonce. Denise, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Listen, if a rolling cart comes through Baton Rouge, just know. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I'll, I'll be With looking God, for all it. things are possible. So, <laughs> so do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for or we should know about? Well, in 2020, which I believe everybody has deemed the year of clear vision, 
that is the one year that in previous years, and as you've known me and you've hosted gigs and I've attended and supported, this is the one year that I feel that I should take a step back from attending a lot of things until I have my brand ready to go to present uh, in a public setting. And honestly, the I think a lot of the um, the time that I've spent just in the past few months has helped me to grow and creatively just create, period. So with 2020, I'm hoping to get more of that. And I'm using this year to really focus on the brand, to bring, uh, I don't want to just get over one milestone and not have the next thing that I'm ready to launch. So travel, of course, because that helps to inspire the line. I may try to attend TCS this summer because that is one of my favorite events, um, which the Curvy Fashionista, shout out to her and shout out to you. So if uh, I may think about vending, I don't know, but the this year is for me to uh, completely throw myself into the brand. So if you're following shop LaForum on Instagram, then you will absolutely be following me because that is my boyfriend, baby. Um, that is everything for me right now. <laughs> Your whole life. My whole entire life is wrapped into this business, and I'm not mad about it. So before you go, tell us your official website and all of your social media pages. So my personal styling page is on Instagram is Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, T-H-E, the stylist, S-T-Y-L-I-S-T. That is the page where you can find my link tree and my bio, and it connects everything. I still have a closet group that I connect with, that I style, that I sell my personal clothes. And just because I've launched this brand, I'm still a shopper. Went on ASOS the other night, spent $200, don't know how. So your girl is still got problems with fashion. But I do <laughs> some really good closet. I do some really good closet sales through my Poshmark and through my Facebook group. So if you get to the Kimmy the Stylist Instagram page, check the bio. There is a link tree that connects everything. It has my shop LaForm page. It has the closet um, group, which is also a personal group. We share a lot as well, um, as well as my personal uh, or stylist website, KimmyTheStylist.com. It has all things Kimberly. The Instagram for Shop LaForm is at, or Instagram for LaForm is at Shop LaForm, and it's spelled S-H-O-P-L-A-F-O-R-M-E. And one thing, if I can say real quick, LaForm is based on us. It is French for the shape. And I wanted to be able, when I made and created the name for this business, I wanted to be very inclusive for it, uh, inclusive of things that I love and inclusive of women. So it's pronounced form like F-O-R-M, but in French it's spelled F-O-R-M-E. The Facebook is La Forme Clothing and Accessories. 
And I believe that's it. If you get lost, just go to Kimmy the Stylist Instagram page, hit the link tree, and everything you need is there. And are you going to have a launch party or anything popping in Houston? So let me tell you how God works, Shanice, because I lived in New Orleans for four years, okay? And we didn't mm-hmm. talk about that but for another day. I am absolutely Jazz Fest weekend, and I don't know why I didn't think to bring this up, but it applies to you because I'm going to do a pop-up in Houston and a pop-up in New Orleans Jazz Fest weekend, the second weekend. All right. Well, good yeah, thing that I <laughs> Well, you know, it happened like we we talked about it and kind of finalized the details for it maybe 20 minutes before this call. So, um, <laughs> so things are still unfolding. But um, I did a pop up jazz fest weekend for Kaloff Boutique in 2014. So it's funny how things come for full circle. And as soon as I have information, I'll get it to you. So you can share it on uh, your page um, and in any places you feel but that you feel are important. But having you there is absolutely what I need because you are all things curvy, all things Southern. <laughs> all things Southern. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm so proud of you. Again, thank you for letting me be your very first interview. This is Hot Off the Press Exclusive. I know I will be rocking the clothing because I love African clothing. So I'm definitely in your demographic and you have my support in whatever you do. Thank you, Shanice. You have always been a supporter and I thank I thank God, if I can say that, for your platform. It is one that really supports the plus woman, and we need more like you. I love you for it, and uh, cheers to 20 more years of this, of you being in the business and this podcast. Thank you. Well, definitely keep in touch and give me the information for all your stuff, and we'll be in touch. Sounds good. Take care. Bye-bye. And thank you to my guest today, Kimberly Williams. Make sure you check out her clothing line that is up for sale today. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.